do the start and we'll be like, welcome to, welcome It has some theme music. To, you can really build, build uh, on your page. Yeah, if you learn how to edit, we could actually do some shit and make this a real podcast. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Passion. I'll uh, I'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, dude, your skills are generally very lacking for someone who is running this podcast. I mean, I'm like, in charge of hope, pressing right? the start record button, and then I upload it to a Google Drive, and I sit, text Mike. I'm like, "Hey, I just sent you a new thing," and then he <laughs> just uploads it. <laughs> well, but that don't works. you also like adjust the mics and stuff? Yeah, well, it keeps all the settings from the previous ones. I mean. The thing is, like, my voice comes through more than your guys' stuff. Your guys' clearly right. sounds, like, through some, like, telephone or whatever. But my voice is, like, the most clear, so. Well, except well, Vince's, because Vince, Vince sounds like an angel. Oh, Vince left. Never mind. Dude, what is he wearing right now? Vince. Uh, looks like pajamas. Is he in your, are you in your pajamas, or is those I'm boxers? wearing blue shorts. I'm wearing pajama pants. With, uh, black underwear. Wow. <laughs> oh. And Dude, Josh, I always, I always oh, forgot. We always had like matching underwear around our apartment. We both wore Hanes. Uh, yeah, I have half. I think I'm fifty fifty. I've half half Hanes, half Fruit of the Loom. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have Hanes, I feel like there's like only three colors you're gonna ever wear, so it's a pretty good chance of matching. Oh, it's, it's literally just black and gray. <laughs> well, and, and, jo- and Josh and I never air conditioned our apartment in any capacity, so it's really hot. <laughs> so we would be wearing our underwear literally all the time. Yeah, I do remember some days I would sit in the chair like playing video games in the summer, and I'd just be in my underwear sitting in the lawn chair. Because also we didn't have any like real chairs; we just had like lawn chairs, and there was two on, right? really sh- futons. <laughs> Those futons were horrible. Like I remember one of them was like really, really uncomfortable. Like that was the one that Alex built. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I forgot who gave that. Oh, one of my friend's brothers built it for his apartment, and then he, like, was going to throw it out, and like, I don't take it. But it was, like, it was basically a pallet with, like, pillows underneath, like, some sort of fabric. Like, imagine laying on a pallet with one level of, one layer of pillows, and that was about it. That's the one you were thinking of, right, Vince? I think so. It was still better than the like the futon that we had that we like just kind of inherited because we didn't want to buy it that had like a hole in one of the seats, but you never knew which one it was, and if you sat down on the wrong one, you just like <laughs> sank to the whole floor. <laughs> like a game of Russian roulette. Yeah, I remember that futon. I fucking love that futon. You <laughs> should have put something underneath the futon that like exploded when you touched it, and yeah. so when you sank down, it would explode, and then you'd die. Like a whoopee cushion. Oh, good. Like, a, like a real <laughs> Just like, like a real whoopee cushion. <laughs> I have an awareness, you know, someone just died. And like, yeah, that's what you should have done, Vince. Ah, if only we could go back. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, man. There's so man, many I could change one thing. Your life that way. I could travel back in time and change one thing about my life. That's probably it. It's gotta be top five. Definitely. Hmm. But I mean, Josh, like you and I, what what was our what was our delta throughout the year for that our apartment? It was like in the fifties in the winter and like in the eighties for the summer. Like we had like yeah. thirty degree difference. So so yeah, we would always put it all the way down in the winter, and the lowest it would go would be fifty, because um, then we could, we couldn't let the pipes freeze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, in the summer, I think we would put it at like we would put it so it couldn't go above like low 80s yeah 
I don't think we turned the air conditioning completely off. I think we were like, 80's probably good. Like, But it was probably 30 degrees. The winter was great, though, for mm-hmm. falling asleep, because you just grab like four or five blankets, and you get that nice pressure oh, on. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. so warm in there. It's really hard to wake up in the morning, though. It was like a sprint over to the shower. Under, under your covers and out. Yeah, yeah. you yeah, run over to the shower. It kind of sucked, like, hanging out at your place, basically. Like, or, like, my place, too. It was the same exact thing. Like, if I tried to study in the evening, I was like, I'm wearing, like, three jackets. And I'm like, this is fine, right? <laughs> it's like this the exact normal. opposite of that meme with the dog and, like, all the fire <laughs> on the table. It's just, like, ice around the table. And he's like, this is fine. <laughs> And then, like, one day, I think we realized that we could just go upstairs, and they, like, kept their place at a very nice temperature. We're like, oh, all right, why don't we just hang out in here all the time? It's, like, way nicer. It, like, smells nice. <laughs> That's the greatest start of, like, a really good friendship I've ever heard. Like, the greatest friendship story. It's like, oh, how'd you guys get to be good friends? Well, they kept their air, their apartment air-conditioned. We did not. So, we was hanging out there. Who, who lived above you, Vince? Who was, was that? Like up there? Ellen and Bree, and then Molly was there like half the time. Um, and then we also had what was uh, who was that? The one who like threatened like call the cops on Jack for his car or something like that. <laughs> his car. I don't remember her name at all. And it's somebody else to it another time. Molly was yeah, I think she was there for like two semesters out of the two years that she was renting it. It felt like that at least. Were you guys the ones who got the pool for the the backyard, or was that? Tiggles and those people. Oh, we did not have a pool. Okay, they had like a little, like, you know, those little tiny, like, kiddie pools? <laughs> they had one, like, where the cars were supposed to be parked in the back, but no one ever used it. They just had a kiddie pool set up there and they, like, fill it with water and they'd sit out there in the summer. Nice. <laughs> I feel like we could have done something to make that, like, backyard, like, kind of like a nice place to hang out, but probably not. I remember when we moved in there, it was all broken glass from, like, Elliot and Leslie. Just like chucking, they were playing breaker bounce. <laughs> and like, like doctor right? on, and they had also somehow they got in the back. I don't know if they threw it over the whole house or what the deal was, but there was just broken glass everywhere. <laughs> we had a little alcove in our basement that just became the broken glass spot when um, Nick Carroll lived in the building, mm. and so every glass bottle of liquor or bottle of beer that he i assume he ever purchased and drank um, himself <laughs> and drank himself was broken down there and then of course brit want was a wannabe nick carroll and want to do everything that he ever did um and then decided to break every bottle of liquor or beer that we ever bought and down there and so there was a pile probably three or four feet high of just broken <laughs> glass in this alcove. oh jeez. And we know much. Yeah. We know how much you drink. So, well, but back then I don't think it was the same, right? Like nowhere near as much as I drink now. <laughs> what are you drinking now, Bashan? Akintoshan American Oak. Nice. Ooh, sounds very fancy. Sounds like she has a nice ass. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so, Josh. I don't know how you guys are holding up here with the shelter in place stuff, mm-hmm. but in California, I think we're on day like, well, let me double check my notes here. We're on day, this is day 25 of shelter in place for us. 
And so we're about halfway home. We've got about 25 days to go until it's lifted. <laughs> so I've had a lot of time. Have they said like that was like thoughts? Josh time with thoughts is dangerous time. And it's not been good. I have not enjoyed it. It's been eye-opening. But I think my brain is functioning at like 75% capacity now, which is a 100% increase from what it normally functions at. Yeah, have you ever like thought before? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Normally I just talk. Right. That's why I get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but anyways, I want to bring up this topic because it's near and dear to my heart because something messed up is going on in the world. And someone is forcing me to stay in my home when it's 68 degrees and sunny outside and think. And whoever that is needs to go kill themselves. And so I have oh, wow. a list of people slash theories of who is to blame for this coronavirus epidemic, quote-unquote, for everyone listening. <laughs> Would you like to kick us off? Well, I wanted to explain my thought process a little bit. Yeah, please first off, detail yourself here. First off, and I want everyone to kind of chip in with this, who benefits the most from this coronavirus. Are we talking about individually or like are we yeah. talking about like a global like a conglomerate of people? I'm thinking of both because I'm on that high a wavelength right now. <laughs> oh man. And I'm that high right now. So <laughs> uh, Oh, this is my new bond. It's a recorder. <laughs> featured featured in our last episode as I assume all of our listeners were Oh, yeah, you're going to play your Mary a little lamb. No, not. Not. <laughs> not even trying here, buddy. Shoot, that was bad. Let me try that again. <laughs> I hope Julie's like lab meeting can hear that in the background. <laughs> Stop, okay. You guys are distracting from the topic that we're on. I asked you guys a question, and I want to know the answer. Who benefits the most from the coronavirus? I think you do. Yeah, you got all this time to practice recording. Yeah. You can become like a world-famous Look musician. Look at you. You're starting yeah. to think, you're practicing recording, you're developing a drug habit. There's so yeah. many things that you're doing right now. Wow. <laughs> Top of my list. Number one on my list. Dogs. <laughs> Dogs are getting adopted at an alarming rate. Are they? And their owners are home yes. more. Yeah. Have you ever been on Instagram or Twitter, Vince? I have not, but Julie I... keeps telling me all about these people who are adopting dogs. And let me just tell you something. Dogs are not going away. And the people who breed dogs can be some slimy, slimy bastards. How many of you watched the Westminster Kennel dog show last year I just well, one the idiot read, on this call Artiga. <laughs> yeah let, let the record show Artiga raised his hand I watched Tiger King is that the same thing Cashin you're missing the point here bud <laughs> next year <laughs> guess what the thing, only man. sporting event on TV will be dog show oh, oh my god oh, oh my god yeah. Westminster planted this coronavirus inside a purebred Norwegian Chinese hairless dog. 
and put it in the middle of the only place they know that would be dumb enough to like a dog that looks like a hairless rat. And eat it. Wuhan, China. And eat it. And they ate it. <laughs> oh, come on. Here now. So my first theory is that the Westminster Kennel Club is behind the coronavirus. I think it holds a lot of weight. I think it holds water. And I'm kind I think of it does that. too, but I don't think they did it by putting in a dog. Oh. Why yeah. how do you think they did it? Because it doesn't infect dogs. Oh Ooh, yeah. Sure. Mostly sure. I heard a cat. They said that. Fauci said that. I heard a cat got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, it was a big cat, though. Yeah, it was cats. Are, are you changing I mean, your yeah, thing you to the Westminster cat kennel? Or are you sticking to what you're fucking playing Also, why would the Westminster dog kennel... Like, why would they want to infect... They would not sacrifice one of their own to do this. They, they think too highly of themselves, I, I'd imagine. I don't know anything about them, but I think they do. So they they, they may... They, how about they, infect, they infected a cat, because cats are sacrificial. There you go. And then threw the cat over to... Wuhan, and you know, then your your theory holds they water. They don't like cats. Work on your theories. Yeah, out. this makes this makes a West lot of sense. Mister like, doesn't like, like cats. Yeah, see, that's that's why I'm workshopping this because you guys yeah. are geniuses. Yeah, and I battle as old as time, dogs and cats. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it seems like you guys are working on a high wavelength as well. Like your brains <laughs> oh, are firing at all cylinders. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Really glad that you guys are helping me out here. Yeah. Uh, well, I give I give that one if I'm rating Josh's conspiracy theories, I give that one a solid, solid seven. Okay, definitely, definitely you're, you're, you're out, out the gate very well. I'm, I'm, I'm seven out of ten on that one. Yeah. Solid, um, very low expectations coming into this list, and this is. Far and Josh, away. the point that I briefly mentioned, but you didn't even talk about, is how much dogs are benefiting from like people being home. Like they're right. having so yeah, much. They're not right. home alone all the time. I mean, dogs are like, what the hell is going on? You hear so much. And they're benefiting. There's way too much in it for not this. Dogs' lives have done nothing but improve since this has started. Mm -hmm. You're, you're absolutely right. To Josh's point, I actually did read. It was either an article today or yesterday that like all of these like um, rescue centers are running out of dogs. Everyone is adopting a bunch of dogs. So overall, and we know dogs are doing well. Are members of the Westminster Kennel Club. Are majority dog breeders. Mm -hmm. Are dog breeders the ones benefit? Are they behind this whole setup? It's a very, it's a possible job. We'll come that, back to that. Yeah, we'll come so back. That, 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 that becomes a little weaker. I feel like dogs in general. Okay, okay. I could get behind. <laughs> so then I was also thinking, who, what individual in America is so, so dumb that they could have unwittingly carried out a biological attack for a country that we are not friends with. I hope you fill in the blanks here. Lawrence it's North Paul. Korea. Oh, okay. And who would be the only person dumb enough but have the right ties to North Korea to carry out this biological attack? Dennis Rodman. Correct. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. <laughs> the man who was part of the greatest basketball team ever has tried to start world war three without his knowledge he went to north korea they gave him a shot that was supposed to give him 
like a mutated genetic powers because he would give like, him a shot of something every time he goes into North Korea. He doesn't well, have any yeah. idea. Okay. And, but then he gets one probably coming back, you know? So might have been a cancel. I think Dennis Rodman is ground zero for this whole yeah. pandemic. Where was he when this all began? Was that in Seattle? Good, good, good point, Vince. I'm he could have been. He could have been. Where was Dennis Rodman? That's like. When did this whole thing start? Anything? Anywhere? Uh, no. I'm currently we'll looking at Dennis Rodman current location. <laughs> where was Dennis Rodman in November? Mm. It says, "Oh, geez, he was in Michigan. That's rough." Michigan's doing pretty badly right now. Hmm? Yeah. Oh. Good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's got some Michigan roots. Sorry, guys. That was 2017. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's been to Michigan before. That's enough for me. I want everyone listening to this to just Google Dennis Rodman and go to images. It is the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. I mean, this guy, I mean, to put it nicely, he expresses himself. To put it on nicely, he looks crazy. <laughs> but one of the part of the, one of the greatest franchises in the NBA history. So very odd um, contrast there. That's that's very true. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, oh man, his leopard print hair—that that was <laughs> <laughs> leopard print hair. We gotta bring that back. I like the rainbow hair. Yeah, the rainbow hair is pretty cool too. I'm a big fan of all the nose piercings. Like, okay. you gotta have multiple nose piercings if you wanna go to North Korea. I think that's how they check you at customs. Like, you walk through and they're like, two nose piercings, you're in. One nose piercing, you gotta get checked. No ne- nose piercings, jail. <laughs> Josh, I think with this theory, I think I'm gonna give you a six out of ten on this one. Okay. Right. Um, personally, I, um, I, this one, this is like a three. This, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Wow, okay. Three I, I think, I'm going to say two. I think the other one was solid, right? It, yeah, there's there's sure. really good there, reason there. There wasn't there. a... Josh, conspiracy theories need to be layered. There needs to be layers. They need to have things intertwined, working together. This group and this group conspired together to go to this level, to go to this level, to go to this level. And that's the only way these things can be carried out. All right, well, let me let me give you a, a two-pronged what I've been thinking about. Okay. What is the biggest event happening in 2020 other than the Olympics um, that in was, the United States? That was going to happen? No, that is happening. Happening? As we speak. Election. No. The election's one day. Right, is it a sports <laughs> event? <laughs> yeah, because nothing is going on right now. No, no, no. You guys are missing it. You guys are missing... This is how... It, this is why it's... It, this is why it works because the average American is not thinking about this. What is it? Yes, I have to give it to this. It happens every ten years. Census. The we census. <laughs> <laughs> Let me walk you through this one. I think we'll need this. Is the census taken? Uh, online. I did it, like, last week. Online. Exactly. Or mail. On, well, or, or, oh, or the- big brain, Josh. I think I'm following you. I think <laughs> I'm starting to piece it together. Okay. Oh, my God. Together. Well, so, 
Was it related to, like, getting people to actually do it? Uh, eh, no, not, not really. Oh. That's, like, way too low-level thinking. Yeah, that's, right, that's like, right. he's like, that's, that's, that's like, like a, a two. That's like a two. Right, Josh, can you take me there? Now, let's think about who has this crisis crippled the most in terms of internet accessibility? What? People who have to stay at home all day have to have internet. Internet? Internet. Because they can't go to work and use it, or they can't use public Wi-Fi. Now, what group of people has the least access to home internet? The poor. Old people. Democrats. (laughs) (laughs) This is a huge, huge conspiracy by the Republicans to make sure that Democrats in heavy Democratic areas are miscounted so that then, when they gerrymander the lines, (laughs) dividing the population equally for voting districts, it's all Republicans. This is a two-layered setup, though, because not only do they get to gerrymander the districts, they also get less funding because less less people, quote-unquote, for everyone listening, live there, which means that all of a sudden the Democratic areas start to get poorer and poorer and poorer, and then they never vote because they got to work at McDonald's on Tuesday morning. Oh, sorry, Julie's giving me a face. Oh, thumbs up. We're good to go. They got to work at McDonald's on Tuesday morning during the elections, and they have to work a 12 hour shift because labor laws don't apply if you're poor. And then they can't vote. So then the Republicans win the presidential election of 2020, ensuring that they can rewrite the tax laws to eliminate the need to pay tax if you're rich. And put the whole tax burden on the nation on the poor. And they're going to extract all the poor's money to pay off their bailout that they're currently giving everyone. Who's getting a $1,200 check in the mail? Raise your hand. It's me. And and everyone else, it looks like. Assume so. You know how much that's going to be taxed? 100%. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't think about that, did you? You didn't think about the income tax you were going to pay on that. But if you're poor, they're going to take it all back. And it all starts with the census. <laughs> so who's... <laughs> so who, So are you blaming Mitch McConnell? Is that who you're... I think it was a big conspiracy by the Republicans. Okay. Just all, okay. All. I think okay. Brody might have been in there. Uh, Probably, Brody. I think it had to be somebody like Brody Jazz. because it had Brody. to be somebody that could think that through. Yeah, and no one in the Senate right now who's Republican would be able to do that. So it had to be <laughs> somebody like like a Brody. I think I think would be a good option. Whoever pieced this together didn't think there was a Josh Clark out there. Yeah, I was gonna figure it out. Saw right (laughs) through it. (laughs) And also, then Brody can be the fall man for the whole thing. Mm. (sighs) Man, that one got me worked up. Actually, now I kind of believe it a little bit. (laughs) Like I'm going now. (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll say it was definitely yeah a little bit more more credible than the your last one, but I still think it's a little bit below yeah. the dogs. I'm st- that's still my like. Josh, the dogs. Josh, when are we supposed it, to get this? I'm going to give it late. Thank you, Bastion. I liked it. I thought it was well thought out. I thought it was passionate. I felt the passion that matters to me. It's like the Alex Jones passion. That's right. That's right. I give Alex Jones an aid every conspiracy he comes up with as an aid. I'm I'm kind of on the fence because we do know that there's been some um, kind of misinformation coming from that side. Do you think that's a tool to continue it, continuing mm-hmm. it to spread, or would you think that? It would help help it along. They want to get that message out. I don't know. Well, let me defend Josh's point with a, a, an anecdote Please. Um, that 100% fits his point. I'm one of, I would assume, like 12 or 13 people in the Greenville, North Carolina area that voted Democrat in the, the primary. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh when I went to fill out the census, the first four times that I tried to put in the code, it told me that it didn't work. And it was an invalid code. So I assumed that they checked who I voted for and then saw that, because it's easy to go through the Democratic ballots, you know. And so they just did this to everybody who requested a Democratic ballot in the area. And then gave me an invalid or a code that didn't work the first four times, assuming that I would try it four times and then give up. <laughs> but you and did. I knew. But I didn't. So I saw <laughs> their plan. They're not just doing this here. They're doing it everywhere else, too. So they're giving invalid census codes to people that vote Democrat in, hot, in areas like this or all around the world. That's mm. what they're doing. Yeah, I buy it. I think it's totally true. All right, I'm, and, I'm up to an eight for Josh. I'll give Josh an eight. And I want to bring up one more point. Mm-hmm. Who are the two front runners for the Democratic Party? Well, now in terms of like, in the party, <laughs> well, before fun. this started. Okay, Biden and Sanders. And what is the commonality between the two of them? They're old. Yes. White. They're old. And who? is the most at-risk group from the coronavirus. The old? It doesn't take a genius to figure this out. It doesn't take a genius. (laughs) You just got to follow the facts. The facts don't lie. The facts don't lie. One's already withdrawn. Why do you think he withdrew? Um. Are you going to believe all the lies that the media are feeding you about this? Or are you going to believe the facts? He didn't withdraw before the coronavirus started. That is true. He did wait till afterwards. <laughs> yes. Vince is on it. I can tell Vince's gears are yeah, and, and I am pretty sure. It's a 10, Josh. It's I'm pretty sure stats, Tommy. Yeah, like, I, think we, I think we found it. This was all a ruse to get Bernie Sanders out of the Democratic primary. And it doesn't stop there. They're hoping that Joe Biden dies. <laughs> because because if Joe Biden dies, who's running against Donald Trump in the election? I have to be like me. Yeah, Bastion. I, th- I think that's how the rules go. It goes to one of you two. Like, <laughs> it does. Once Biden secured it, if he's gone, it goes straight to you two. Yeah, if we call it's games. like in super fine print, but it's there. Nice. So, anyways, that was that was uh, that was another one of my things. Also, let's just circle back. 
are any of us not receiving a twelve hundred dollar check? Um, I mean, I, I'm technically a dependent of my parents for the okay. majority of this year. So no. Okay. Yeah. So so let me rephrase the statement that I had written down on my show notes. <laughs> the original statement was: if you aren't receiving a twelve hundred dollar check, you are an elitist pig. I will re- rephrase that to: if you are not a dependent. And you are not receiving a $1,200 check. You are an elitist pig. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Well, thanks for pandering to me. I appreciate that. Yeah, because, Vince, you're obviously not an elitist pig. You're a great guy who believed in my conspiracy theory, so now you are my best friend for life, obviously. That's what did it for us. I got you. Okay, I've got three more written down, but I don't think we need to go into them because I think that was the high notes. Yeah. They yeah. can't, if these are all true, those can't be. Reach true. out to Josh if you want. If you want to hear more, <laughs> yeah. If you want the complete collected essays of coronavirus conspiracy theories, just hit me I up. Think, I think that really it could have been a combination of dogs w- working with the Republicans. Yeah, dogs don't seem like Republicans to me. But the Westminster Kennel Club. Oh. Shit. Yeah. See, maybe, maybe I was. Yeah, I, at first I was thinking like, oh, it's all dogs, but maybe that's not fair. Dogs are good. They're good. They're good. <laughs> they're good boys and good girls. You know, guys, I'm sweating like crazy right now because the government's listening to me. Look at those pits. <laughs> <laughs> you actually are sweating a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really hot. Okay. Sorry. I, I can see this now. All right. So, Josh, when when are you going to get your twelve hundred dollars? Uh. So, one of my theories is never, because... That's what I had. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, My other theory is soon, and then it's going to be taxed at 110%. So, it's like they're going to want it back (laughs) with interest. It's like a loan. (laughs) The government is loan sharks. So, um... I don't know. I filed for unemployment. The other, I think we recorded that on the last podcast, too. So I haven't gotten those checks either. But they're retroactive, apparently. So, oh, okay. Dude, I should be making more money now than I was when I was working. So, pretty pumped about this. I hope the coronavirus... Hey, you asked me before. Who stands to benefit from this <laughs> whole... Josh Clark! <laughs> yeah. I think I'm on to something here. And he's been yeah, reading, he's, he's been he's been plotting stuff. all these redirections. <laughs> he has a whole big, list of big people. brain stuff of you, Josh. Yeah, the guy who can barely afford to buy groceries is definitely the one who started the coronavirus with his vast amount of resources. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can buy plenty of board games too. I haven't bought in, like any since I got here, but look at those babies. Holy They're so beautiful. Shit. Well, and now you can buy extra board games with your extra money. It's true. And I and it would be my civic duty to do it because I have to inject money back into the economy. Right. So just doing my job. Let's not focus too me here, because you guys seem like your your brain ideas are going down a little bit. <laughs> Let's focus on a very good friend of ours, or acquaintance, who's going to be moving across the country. Can I interject quickly? Sure. So, yeah, who cares about that, was, that was my whole statement. I didn't have anything else. So, for those who have hung hung with us for the last thirty minutes, if you haven't caught on yet, Vince is here. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you guys? What kind of host are you? Sorry, Vince. We got really heated really quick, and you know, I just couldn't 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I couldn't stop. But Josh, but... please go on. Who's who's our main man, Vince? Here, why is he even here? Oh, uh, uh, that question I don't know. <laughs> the, the the part about who's moving across the nation that is Vince, and so we're here to kind of give Vince some pointers, tips, advice on moving. This is that. an advice. I, mean, I know I, you. I mean, you moved across the country not too long yeah. ago. Very poorly. Ah, uh, okay. So tell me everything not, you did. Not, I, cannot. I can't find my stacking cups anywhere. Oh, I looked under the bed. They're not on my board game wall. I looked in a shoebox for them. They're nowhere. That's so I would say I'm like a one out of ten on moving advice. Oh shit. Yeah, it was. Well, I, I did, like, like, here, I did like your well. method of moving, where you just drove all your stuff to. Strikers, and then went with Striker up to Minneapolis. Yeah, that was a good then move. Then went back, and then finished the move. Took me a week. A week yeah. from when I left Michigan. So I like to, your method. So that that part, I think. I think Vince can start with that. I feel like you should drive to Strikers first. <laughs> okay, sure. and then go to Minneapolis. Yes, and then yeah. come back. Okay. Yes. Yeah. A yeah, backpack really helps. Great city. It helps, yeah. So, yeah, Juicy when, Lucy. When are you, uh, when are you moving, Vince? I don't know exactly. It's not, like, early June, late May. Um, I have to be there, like, for orientation on June 15th. So, I want to get there before that. Um, mm-hmm. so I might as well get there, like, the beginning of June. Um, are you driving? Yeah, yeah. So, you have Sick. a car? I do have a car, yes. Okay. And I'll be taking that car with me. So the first yeah, thing I would yeah. suggest is that you buy some very breathable underwear. Because it's going to be hot as balls the whole time you're driving out there. <laughs> like, you're going fair, through... Yeah. I'm going what through, states yeah. are you going through? First of all, they all suck. And second of all, they're hot as balls. That might be true. That very actually is. California. California's cool. Oh, that's cool? Okay. Yeah, so sure. so yeah. you're going to San Diego, right? That's, yeah, yeah. That's the plan? So yes, you're starting... Yeah. You've got one year of residency there yeah so yeah i like i do like yeah one year internship transitional year there and then i moved to st louis um so i drive there i have plenty of time to drive there my drive to st louis is going to be probably a bit rushed but oh well i'll deal with that i think i can do it in still like two days two or three days but you're in louisville right i'm in louisville right now yes so will you be passing through st louis yes i I feel like you should dump half of your shit in st louis because you're going to be there in a year anyway Ooh. But I mean, like, I'm only still bringing just my car, and like, there's not that much I can fit in my car to San Diego. So like, whatever I'm taking there, I probably want to take all the way with me. Versus anything else, I'm just leaving at my parents here, and maybe I'll get it in a year, or I'll just figure something else out in St. Louis. I'm not exactly sure. I haven't stopped that. I, I thought it was a decent idea. I think it's not a bad idea. I think especially if I had like a trailer or something like that that I could like hook onto my car, but my Prius doesn't really allow that. So. Just fitting whatever's on and whatever yeah, like then in the you car. can just leave a trailer outside somebody's apartment like that you know and just l- let that sit or there for you. Don't know. Or that's just yeah. I could just or leave it somewhere. You could just leave it somewhere. <laughs> just hope I find it. <laughs> It'd be a fun game. I mean, it's gonna be somewhere. Right? Yeah, I, I, I've localized where it could be to a, one city in the entire uni- United States. That's yeah, all like, it could go to a good. different city, I suppose. But uh, you could put a li- you could just put a little thing in it, a little simple tracking device. 
You can put your yeah, phone number on it. You can, can I do just it? hope that someone calls you. Like, this is Vince's. Call this number. <laughs> just let me know. I'll tell you, all right, just leave it there. It's all good. Yeah. So I'm pulling up on Google Maps here, trying to figure out what route you're taking so that I can offer suggestions on side, like roadside attractions yeah. or things you got to I was probably going to go to St. Louis to Kansas City and then Denver and then somewhere down through that way. I think okay. that was when I looked at it. was it. So I want to stop in Kansas City because I might be able to get like a travel buddy for part of it. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, and just like, so I'm not just by myself for the entire trip. Yeah, right. uh, the quickest way well, is to I mean, go this through... is a great this is a great moment for you to share this your travel true. plans here because we have, we have a vast we have millions of listeners definitely That's thousands so hundreds of thousands hundreds of thousands of listeners so you know people who want to just help out Vince like just reach out to Vince okay, yeah you live in St Louis or Kansas City or Denver Vince is coming coming <laughs> your way. <laughs> It actually, it does take you through Kansas City, but not Denver. Oh, it, like, slopes you not. down through Kansas, and then Oklahoma, and just a tiny bit of Texas, and then New Mexico and Arizona. Mm. Could he take a high road? Could he go more Yeah, is there another road? way to go? So I mean, goes through more parks, maybe? Yeah, you could. The one that goes through, like, Denver would take you through, like, the middle of Utah, and then, like, pretty much straight south through, like, Las Vegas and L.A. Mm. Um... Yeah, that one would be a good route, too. I like that route, because you get to go to Vegas. Yeah, and I can just, like, I don't know what I'm going to do there, but I can, I, I'm sure it's the point. Oh, I there. think we all know what you're going to do there. I want to know, like, what do you think, <laughs> is there anything going on there right now? <laughs> like, is it just, like, an empty city? It, I don't know, it probably will still be I, uh, there. I had to go in downtown D.C. this morning for work, and I, I legitimately saw two people, like, walking around the whole city. It was ridiculous. I'm impressed with the city for like the people of the DC for following through with that. Then, yeah, no, I mean it's been pretty serious. One of the guys was what appeared to be some homeless guy who was walking down the middle of the street. Okay, so he's doing the best he could. Yes, I mean he's definitely getting some attention, and I think he's always wanted to do that. So I'm happy that he's has that opportunity now. Um, and the other person was just some random jogger who was like running by the Washington Monument. Um, show off yeah but i know like the city of oakland has actually like closed some streets so that like they're only for bikers and and runners and walkers and joggers now so that you can use the full street to like distance yourself from each other hmm. that's pretty that's kind nice. of a nice idea i guess it's a good idea because yeah, i got a sexy track just walking down the sidewalk and like i don't know there's two people on it like there's not that much sidewalk right mm -hmm. do you, you guys see that study that came out about um like distancing while running or biking have you guys seen this like so no. the social distancing number is like what six feet right where you mm -hmm. need to stay away from people supposedly the running you shouldn't trail anybody by more or any closer than 10 meters and biking it's 20 because then you're gonna catch the person's like exhale oh, so what was the study behind like, how would they study like even like so even the six foot rule, like I don't really know exactly what the evidence based thing is. Like, all right, six feet, not five foot five, you know, not seven feet. It's gonna be. Six I assume feet. it's just uh, they test the amount of viral particles that travel a certain distance, 
and then say this is an infectious dose and then round it up to the next foot. Okay, fine. I just thought it was like a nice number. I don't have any problems with it. Like I, I just assumed that like they hadn't actually done yeah. studies. I assume they have. So so this study was well, done by these funding people. For these people who are doing like these models for like you know how long does it take these particles to like fall to the ground and then like the average speed of a runner. So if you're running behind somebody with COVID, I guess it's like ten meters before that exhale falls to the ground that you're not going to get into it. So Josh has been running like a madman. Have you been following the social distancing running separation, I guess, guidelines? Josh usually comes up and fucks him from behind. Sure, I'm more of a creeper than a leader. That's what he's always done. There's no way he's changing his method. You can take the, you know, you can take the legality out of being a creeper, but you can't take the creeper out of a Josh. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't know if it was legal before either, but, <laughs> but I do. Are, like you, are you running with anybody though? Like you no. can run it all you want. Yeah, no, I'm even run by Julie. myself or Julie. Very proud of myself. I've run at least ten miles a day for the last twenty days now. It's wow. been holy shit the best training I've had since I was a senior in college, <laughs> and pretty bored with it now. So the only reason I'm doing it is to keep up appearances. <laughs> Well, you're, you're looking very good, especially when you do that. For everyone who didn't know, I pretended my recorder was a corn cob, and I was nibbling it. <laughs> Anyways, Vince, one thing I really want you to do on your way out, and we have a history of, you know, doing similar feats, me and you, back in the day. Okay. So I really want you to pee into the Grand Canyon. Would you stand on the edge and just take a big old pee into the Grand Canyon? I you wish know. I could be there to cross streams with you. Actually, maybe I can't go down. I'll drive down and meet you at the Grand Canyon. We can. Yeah, all right, we'll do that. We'll cross streams okay. there, and then we'll we'll go on our ways. Just for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like do. A, I don't know, twelve hour drive for me, maybe longer, but like totally worth it. I mean, I'm driving more than twelve hours to get there, so why shouldn't <laughs> you? I guess it would be twelve hours each way for me. So then I'm like ringing up about your time now. <laughs> It just makes sense. Yeah, it just makes sense points wise. Cross it off the list too of the states to go. <laughs> it just makes sense points wise. <laughs> you know, I'm not really sure where this is, but I saw that you might be going through Texas a little bit, and I just want you to remember the Alamo. <laughs> Don't forget, Vince. Help me while I'm in Texas. I'll make sure I remember. I that. see you forgetting over there. Because if you forget the Alamo. You're like on American, so what's the point of this whole trip if I'm gonna if I'm gonna forget about the Alamo? Exactly. <laughs> and if someone could text me and tell me where the Alamo is, that'd be very helpful because is it like right San now, Antonio area? Yeah, it's conspiracy or rumor. Yeah, here's oh, Julie just told me, but I pretended to ignore it. Who uh, cares? I don't even remember it. I don't even know remember where it is. Exactly. It goes. No one says remember where the Alamo is. Yeah, and then my third one was slip a single into a G-string of a stripper in Vegas. That one can yeah. probably be pretty quick. Like, you just in and out. That's it. That's it. Put it in there and out. walk out. Yeah, yeah, and can you write my name on it and maybe my phone number? Yes. Uh, I, can okay. I can do both of those things. And a picture okay. of Josh. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want to, like, paperclip a picture to that dollar yeah, bill. I'll, like, paste it instead of George Washington's face. I'll put That'd your face great. on it. Yeah, use like, this Josh. Please call me. 
Yeah, can you use like Microsoft Paint or something to? Really <laughs> yeah. <play out? laughs> yeah, that's all I had for you on the whole trip. Uh, that works. That works for me. I, yeah, I, I, I can... Any any other moving issues that you think you might need help with besides getting there? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like about the journey and not the destination. <laughs> it's true. It's all, it is. All... <laughs> oh. True words have never been spoken. <laughs> I would suggest bringing things. That would be my suggestion for okay. buildings. So yeah. like, when you get there, you're going to want to have things. Okay. Yeah. I will want things too, I think. Yeah. I'm going to bring a lot of things. Do you have a housing idea? What's the what's the move there? Yeah, so I'm talking with one of the. Uh, I'm gonna have like a roommate with one of the other interns, and we've been like talking to a couple landlords. It's kind of early right now, but because also the whole like COVID situation, nobody's really renting places. Getting, like, and so like they're actually talking to us about starting in June versus like you know while well, it's still April, because most places they're like, yeah, we won't talk to you till May. Right. We can't tell you what's open. But I've got a couple people who are like saying like, oh yeah, these are open. We'd be willing to like wait until then. Just like yes. Yeah. So I'll that, pay for next month. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they're hurting right now. Yeah, I'm trying to... That's good to know, because I'm looking to move as well um, at July. So, end of June, beginning of July, I'm trying to move as well. So, mm -hmm. I'm trying to know where are you going? Just to a different place. <laughs> Bailing like, on Jenkins? Like, no, Jenkins and I... So, I guess Mr. Noah Trimark and Jake Seabach... Have jobs, Jack, Jack Seba, <laughs> also known as Jake. Also, yeah, we always called him Jake. I forgot about that. Yeah. Good old Jake. Yeah. Jack, Jack Seabach. I always call him Seabach, so I, I feel weird calling him by his first name. Um, they have jobs out here, so we're looking to move in into a townhouse for four. Oh, four dudes! You're gonna live with four people. That's dude. You know what's gonna happen then. Dudes, though. Like, dudes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, they're coming out um, supposedly in July, but I guess we're they're trying to wait and see what the COVID thing's going to do about their start dates. A lot of companies are pushing start dates for a lot of new hires. New people, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we pushed our start dates for all of our new hires at my company because it's just like, we can't train you because nobody's in the office. <laughs> yeah. Do it all virtually. Yeah, it's like... I'm almost the exact opposite. Like, I was told, like, I should be there June 15th, but I might... There's a slight chance that I might have to get there early. Uh, well, but you're also in, like, the one profession that's, like, actually working really, really hard during this time. That's right. true. I guess it's that's very, true. very neat. <laughs> yeah. So, that's the plan. So, we're trying to find a bigger place to stay. And right now, we've been kind of holding off, waiting until it was closer... But what you're saying, if people are just like, I don't know, we weren't sure how COVID was going to affect the renting market. So we might hop into that a little bit earlier. Yeah. I mean, like, most likely, I feel like, most places I would call, I'd be like, hey, would you be interested in talking about June? And they'd be like, no. And that'd be it. But there's a couple people who are like, oh, maybe we could consider it. We'll look in. Like, well, getting a know. roommate, I feel like you're moving to California, which I, in San Diego in particular, which I assume is 
more expensive than where you are currently. Yes. Um, Almost everywhere in the U.S. is more expensive than where I am currently. So Not yes. Memphis. Maybe not Memphis. Um, so a roommate, I was going to suggest a roommate, and it sounds like you're already you're already in that um, along that path. So yeah. good good move there. Yeah, they like they had like they like gave us the information. People who were like interested in getting a roommate, anyone going in, and the, also the other benefit of it is that this guy is doing like his full residency out there, which is he's doing internal medicine, so he's going to be there for three years. So I'm hoping that means that he actually wants to get like real furniture and stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. I don't really want. I'm just going to be there for a year. I'm like going to have a bed, but I don't want to buy a couch or anything like that. He can do that. You know, can, he can use it. That's what I was going to ask. Like, if you got, if you were planning on like actually trying to own shit out there, because you're only going to be there for a year, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was going to suggest not, not gonna don't to own Lewis, anything. Though. Don't buy anything new. <laughs> Yeah, dude, owning shit is so overrated. That's why I don't do it. It's the main reason why. Yeah. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think any of us own anything right now, so... Oh, you own your bed? It's no, true. Julie owns that. <laughs> I own my whiskey collection. Nice. Cheers, Bastion. Is cheers. worth at least $3,000. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers. I don't know where Josh and I'll drink our water. You guys can have your bourbon. Who said this is water? I have scotch. Oh. It is. Oh, look at you. Real Did fancy. I start drinking chocolate milk after runs again. I forgot how oh. good chocolate milk was. It's so good. Chocolate milk in a long Depends time. on the brand, though. Some brands are misses. I, I was, is it really ever bad, though? It's never bad. No, you're Just, right. Yeah. You're right. It's never bad. But it's also like you come in from a run and you're like sweaty and kind of thirsty and then you just peel back that. You, you turn that cap and it releases that aroma and your whole body starts like shaking a little oh, bit. Yeah. Well, it's way better than the glass and you're like, <laughs> and it's just, it goes down so easy. Oh. It's a pretty accurate representation. I think of the average person drinking chocolate milk. I, I, I would agree. I would agree a hundred percent Vince. You know what I really miss though? Oh yeah. Fucking Oberwise chocolate milk. <laughs> That was good. Yeah, those glass bottles where you had to buy, like, you had to pay, like, an absurd amount because you had to pay for the bottle as well. Right. And then you never wanted to buy more of it, so you just had this bottle. I guess you could return and get a dollar fifty back, yeah. but it was so good. Styles would sometimes bring it to practice. Mm -hmm. Maybe that was after we graduated, or, like, the year no, after. I think he did sometimes while we were yeah, there. Yeah, he brought it. And he thought, didn't he say it was, like, Amish stuff? Was that, was it actually Amish? Oh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't bring it over wise. Yeah, he bought Amish stuff or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. I know we also had those like little chocolate milk bottles from Costco. Yeah, those are never as good. <laughs> that would be like more in the line of what, yeah, that. But like ultra pasteurized ones where you could like keep them at room temp and just stick a. Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah, they really were just at room. They were in our cooler, but the cooler was not cold at all. Right, <laughs> it was just a transport vessel. <laughs> Guys, working at two other programs has made me realize just how like bare bones our whole program was and i loved it while i was there right. but i was like it's like we go i mean it's just like wait the training room will give us a whole gatorade cooler filled with gatorade and an ice chest to put like lunch stuff in remember how See? much we had to fight them to get water on the track <laughs> like, oh, we yeah. had to fight them so hard and they like 
we had it when they, they gave it to the football team and then like they took it away when football season ended <laughs> and they like weren't going to give us a Gatorade cooler or something. Yeah, and when I was at Rhodes, it was like all we had to do was send our like weekly schedule of when we were practicing in the training room and they'd bring out water and Gatorade to the track every day. Why would you not? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, huh, this is nice. Just water. All I wanted was like some plasticky tinted water. That's all I wanted. Dude, those yeah. the football squirt hoses, those were great. Where you can yeah. you my, your, your water with a little taste of hose and turf yeah. in it. Right. It was great, yeah. As long as it was like it had to be really the, sometimes you could get a cold one and like, yeah, and it was, you just wouldn't taste anything and it was great. But then we like got that warm water from the hose. It was just like, ah, oh, this is literally just rubber with a hint of water. It was best when you didn't taste anything. For sure. <laughs> Part of me thinks that they thought that we would just drink from like the ste- the steeplechase water pit. <laughs> like sometimes that was like the only thing you water actually that you die could drink. That. Yeah, you'd come close. <laughs> like, have you ever saw that like stuff in the fall? Like, it was just it was actually really gross in there. Well, I think the last thing I have to talk to Vince about moving is, have you thought about packing up? Because packing up is the biggest pain in the ass. I wouldn't I do it. that just anyone ever it. goes through. And my advice is just pay some poor person to do it. You know, I don't think I'm going to do that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was all I had to say about that. I also don't have a lot of things to actually pack up. If I remember. Yeah, I wouldn't I pack up. I would just shove it in the car. It's true. Well, I see your bed, though. That's a nice uh, little four-poster bed, it looks like. Yeah, this is like my... P- I can't take that in the car, though. Well, you have some kind of small car? Have you, have you, you lived at home car. during med school, or did you... No, I have, a pl- I have a place like downtown, but like a week and a half, two weeks ago, or so I'm not going to all start out, and I just moved to my parents, because like I'm done with everything. I'm not going to school anymore. I don't so have any you've already there. packed up. What? You've already packed up. I've packed up like half stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm like on my way there. God, you're so ahead of the game. I hate packing up. Like I hate how much better Vince is than me. Well, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't have a recorder though, so you know. I'm gonna blow his whistle every time Vince says something smart. I'm not gonna talk. What? <laughs> <laughs> Right back at you, buddy. Oh my god. <laughs> like, where did you get a recorder? <laughs> this is like, I'm literally in my parents' house. I have this from like 8th grade or 7th like, grade school, basically. Curse you, Vince. Once again, you touch me. surrounded by like, really random stuff. Right. I don't think our, I don't think we can handle two podcasts, or two recordings yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, I won't do this to you. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Uh, I think we're good. I think I'm all set. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I think Vince is ready to go. Ready to go. This whole coronavirus thing has also got me thinking about one other thing, and it is the zombie apocalypse is definitely coming. My guess is mid to late June. So an apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse. And so uh, we all started thinking about who... Of WashU cross country and trek, either present or past members, would you have in your squad 
during a zombie apocalypse. And because all squads are defined as six total members, including yourself, we will pick five individuals. <laughs> and we are now to the top five. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this will be a snake draft. Because Vince is on and it will be an extra five people, we will try and keep it moving quickly. I don't actually care about that, but I thought I'd put in that disclaimer so that we thought about people it. happy. We thought about it. We don't care. I will blow this whistle every time someone makes a good selection. <laughs> it will sound like this. Let us play rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> All right. I would say that for the sake of our guest, Vince will go first. Okay, oh, sure. Thank you. And we will, we will rock, paper, scissors as customary for the remaining spots. And just so everyone knows, it's snake draft. Yes. Snake All right, draft. Vince, will you, will you <laughs> rock, fair. paper, scissor us? What does that mean? How do, I, how do I rock, paper, do I just... You say rock, paper, scissors, okay. shoot. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Alright. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, I'm out. I'm oh. last. Alright. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, no. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Jesus Christ. Come on, guys. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Just go. Dang it! <laughs> so we're gonna go Vince to Bastion to Josh to myself. All right, we're gonna snake. so I'm really happy about this. I feel like this was one that a lot of people could have taken, but I gotta start with Deco Ricketts. Uh, see, that's a good one. See, a lot of people. So one thing people forget about all the time is that he's actually my little brother. Even though in many respects he's very much my big brother because he's been better at most everything than me. But I was thinking about it. There's a multiple. There's like there's a lot of layers on why he's great. You know. He's got the good mid-distance level, so you know, he can sprint, but he can also keep it going for a while, so we're running away from zombies. Um, but also, I don't know, Bastion and Josh, if you guys remember, his when he, we were on the float trip, and we played Mafia, and we called on him, we tried to kill him the first time, and when he... Legendary. Yeah, just one was all he needed, and for the first time in WuXE history, we decided not to kill a freshman. That's all he did. Did we still kill a freshman, just not him, or? <laughs> well, no, like, I feel like we always just, like, kill all the, no matter what they say. Well, but I think we, we were going to kill him, and then he said that, and we were like, oh, we'll kill a different freshman instead. Yeah, we saved him. That's true. That's true. And so I think that would be really useful. He could seduce any person we come across and just, like, have him fall at our knees, and we wouldn't have to worry about anybody. I think, I think Deco has seduced every member of the WashU cross-country track and field team that's ever been through there that he's ever and he interacted never with. available oh yeah that's, that's the thing that's, always, that's how fun. incredible he was <laughs> i've never been so seduced by anybody in my entire life yeah true true all, all right, right. Great pick great pick um i'm gonna go with daisy <laughs> dang it that was my first pick <laughs> um I, if you've ever seen Daisy when she gets upset, frustrated, ticked off, or mad, um, this is guaranteeing, I'm just going to make some assumptions for this thing, that I can guarantee that she stays on my team throughout this whole thing. I think so. We're saying you're part of your squad, yeah. so. Yeah, because you want to talk about somebody that I legitimately thought was ready to kill me, was Daisy when she got fed up with me and Deco's bullshit one day. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And I have never been so close to death in my entire life. I'm 100% sure. She was seconds away from doing some sort of very intense physical harm to me. And the type of physical harm I believe that she can induce is enough that I think our entire squad is safe the majority of the time. So that's my first pick. I remember I tried to tell her the bunny bread joke once. Uh, <laughs> I told her the punchline. She just looked at me and said, I'm going to punch you right in the face. That's a pretty like normal reaction. Really <laughs> oh, I forgot. That's a great joke. <laughs> anyway, my first pick was going to be Daisy, but now it will be Melissa Gilkey. Because she gets those beers. And that's going to be very useful, I feel like, in a post-apocalyptic time. To be able to check oh. so far and accurately and stab people is a very good quality. She's also bigger than me, so she can probably protect me. That's that's all I got. She's also like a real athlete. She played yeah. basketball. Yeah. Yeah, real athlete. Yeah, not like the rest of us. <laughs> right. Um, I feel a little bit, that was I was feeling really strong about that one about snagging Melissa. Um, I think I'm going to go with, and this is only a recent development, I'm going to go with Quinn, Quinn Preston. So the thing with him is he has gone in, he's gotten into blacksmithing recently. Oh, that's dope. This guy's awesome. I'm going, I'm looking at rounding out my skill set in my group of uh, five people that I'm picking. And someone who can forge weapons think is going to be a valuable asset so he made an axe the other day i think he's working on some other tools i think that's going to be a valuable resource so i'm gonna go with quinn and we're also pretty good friends so i feel like i need at least one friend so i'm gonna grab i'm, I'm gonna grab quinn uh and then i guess the the next one i'm gonna grab is nick allen eva mm, <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Oh, Thanks, Josh. Uh, He's on my list. Nick Allen Eva, talk about a wild card man of a person who's this physical embodiment of... I remember one of the greatest quotes that I have at, from WashU track and field history is like, Nick lifted a lot, and I remember like there was a quote like Lane, just like, Nick, what are you doing? You're a bunch of shot puts welded together. <laughs> where he's just like this ripped like little man who just like it is just... what he looked like his senior year yeah dude yeah he was just he looked like a bunch of shot puts welded together Literally. that was his body so um i'm gonna pick up nick allen eva for my number two it's a really good pick uh my second pick is going to be julie because we're going to repopulate the world awesome <laughs> All you're thinking about in a pan. This is a I zombie think, apocalypse going on here. I think a lot of about. with uh, with multiple parts of me. I think I think all of us just scratched off Julie because we all had her has repopulate the world. So yeah, I, she's the perfect repopulation person. Incredibly intelligent, funny in her own way, <laughs> and super attractive. That's the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that look now. Well, Josh, Josh, Josh is about to die. You said some very nice things about this. This is Josh's last podcast. <laughs> it's true. Even though he's smiling and laughing, the way he's looking up, I do see a lot of fear in that like smile. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go 
with Nick Matucci. Dang it! That was on my list, too. Pick. And that's the reason, is, as Josh sort of pointed out, um, I'm going to need some brains on my team. And he's got some pretty high-quality neurons firing in there. And additionally, with the overall athleticism, the endurance, things like that, there's a lot of different levels, ways that I can use him as team captain. Um, and so I think he's a, a valuable asset to the squad. That's good. I don't really know much about Nick besides the fact that he's fast. He's a diplomat. Oh. Yeah, you could, like, become friends with other squads because Nick would just, like, run up to one and be like, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> become best friends, you know? And then Daisy would kill him. Exactly. Exactly. He gets uh. you in, your foot in the door. Oh, wow, your team is looking good. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I didn't even think about that, though. Like, your own team chemistry. This is what this is all about. Yeah, you have to <laughs> supplement your lack. building Vince. it together. Yeah. All right, so I get two here. So I'm going to go kind of on a similar, not quite the same, but I think in the intelligence factor, I'm going to go with Caleb Ford. Okay. Um, Great you know. power pick. Vince. Yeah. Good yeah, pick. He's going to be a doctor. He's, he's a biomedical engineer, and he also he has a great beard. And those are all three things that I, I, I think the are important. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> and he's got a, he's got a, a whole like um, landmark named after him. He's got a Caleb Fjord. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what a Fjord is, but you know he's got one of those. Something in Norway. It's like a Ford with a J. Yeah. It's yeah. like a knockoff brand. That's right, Jeff. <laughs> That's right, buddy. <laughs> and then for my next pick, I'm going to go with... Leslie Davis. I think LD's got, um, she's, you know, she's, she's, she's a soccer player, so again, she was an actual athlete, and she's also a runner. Um, she's from Kentucky, so that's always good points for me. Right. And then I think you know, she, she knows how to rough and, like, rowdy it. She, she can handle it. She she's got the wild card it. factor. I think you yeah. want one of those people in your, where she's going to pull out some utility that you didn't know that you had on your team, and it's going to be Leslie is going to be the one that brings that for you. Absolutely. And she wrote my letter of recommendation from Coach Styles for med school. <laughs> so she can, like, record all of my, like, things. She can, like, get the history of this time. All good points, too. I, I, give, I give you credit for that pick. You can pick. All right, my next pick, I'm going to go with Kelly Hancock. Um, I need more power on my team, and I think that that's the best way to go. I think that's the best route. That's my number three pick. I'm going to pick someone who is going to be my wild card because you never know what skills he has. (laughs) I think he might have every skill in the world, but we just don't know it yet, and that is... Billy Tucker. Ah, damn it. I didn't know you were thinking about that. I was saving that one. Billy is a man of mystery in the best way possible. Like, we could show up, and it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, crap. We don't have any, like, we don't have any weapons or anything to, like, catch food. And he's like, I've got eight traps that I handmade this morning out of, like, scraps from the wood. And you're like, damn, Billy, that's really useful. And it's like, Hey, we caught this rat. Does anyone know how to skin it or anything? It's like Billy's like, yeah, I've skinned like a million rats in my time. Like, oh, <laughs> hey, Billy, that's really useful. Like, he just—he's gonna be the guy we turn to in most Gosh, situations. That is the wild? I mean, that's the wild card pick in this because that could—I mean, it—it it could backfire. 
It could be a miserable <laughs> failure and a disaster. But could that not turn out to be the most useful person in the entire world? And, I mean, and, really and talk about beards. I mean, Vince was pulling on those beard points earlier. Billy's got a beard. So. It's true. Uh, I remember when he had, I don't know, it was like, was it a year or two ago? And he had, he had like a full, like, he had like a Santa Claus beard down. Like he had like, he had, did a, yeah. he had like dyed it white for like some race, something like that. Yeah, also think about when we're repopulating, Billy plus Melissa, Billy's wild cardness with a really strong, like athletic individual. <laughs> I mean, their offspring could be the future of not just this world, but every world. Well, and so. Billy just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Actual size. It's tears too. <laughs> Anyways, my number three pick is Billy Tucker. Um, I'm gonna go. I, so I want to round out my utility a little bit. Um, along the lines of Melissa, I want to grab a Connor Dermot for some spear throwing. Um, I want a hunter skill, um, best javelin thrower we've had in recent history. So. Um, besides Melissa, and then for some medical backwoods kind of uh, medical support, I'm going to go with Abby Martin. So she's oh. she's she's actually trying to become an EMT. So she was telling me about she did some like it's really hard. She's been doing some like <laughs> hypothermia training, dude. She's she's like she's getting trained up. So I why would you not just eat the injured people? <laughs> Then it seems I think, a lot more logical to me. Well, then I might grab someone. Uh, You've already grabbed them. Yeah, you, the fine. pick has been made. It's fine. in. That's fine. I just okay. want everyone to know that I have blown my whistle for every pick on every person's team, except only one out of four on Alex. <laughs> <laughs> is this not his class? I'm I mean, going. I picked Abby. It was just a big sausage fest. Like I would say, part of Remember when he picked we Cubone? Know. In the Pokemon. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's bad. I'm the track. I'm the track Cubo. representative here, but I guess I grabbed Abby. So, God. Okay. Anyways, uh, for my fourth pick, I'm really thinking about my group dynamic. We need someone who will constantly be bait, right? Who will lure people into all our traps, and so it has to be someone who's helpless, not too bright, and looks really weak. And right. so that person is Topher Black. Yep. <laughs> he was next. My next pick. <laughs> and because if you, because Josh, if you, if you really run low on food, you, he's there. Yeah, exactly. He's bait for traps. Um, he's emer- He's like our emergency fund food for food. Supply, right. Just like the government has this so-called emergency fund that we're getting paid twelve hundred dollars out of. That's going to be taxed at one hundred and ten percent. Topher Black, kind of like that for my squad. Makes sense. That was my, right, my next pick has no rhyme or reason, no <laughs> functionality, no benefit <laughs> in any sense, but damn it if it isn't going to make the apocalypse more fucking fun. And that is Adam Stryker is on my <laughs> It's going to serve no purpose. It's not going to help us survive. <laughs> oh, how emphatically you have to emphasize <laughs> But we are going to be more happy as a group 
And that is a that speaks volumes enough for me. That's pretty good. It's good. All right. <laughs> so I got my last two now. I mean, my first one is going to be a very specific period from this person's life. I want Jungle Bree. <laughs> I don't want high maintenance Bree. I want Bree. <laughs> Jungle Bree, because I feel like Jungle Bree can handle the situation. And by fifth, I'm really like grasping at straws because I've lost some picks here. <laughs> and um, one person that kind of came in my brain, I don't really know this person at all, but Jason Dorn. I don't know <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a pull out of nowhere. I don't think I've ever talked to the guy in my life. <laughs> this is a pick for only like our age up. Oh yeah, absolutely nobody would know him above our age. Great. I barely know him. I don't. Was he technically on our team? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like someone picking Queet. <laughs> uh, well, honestly, I can't even remember what he looks like. Don't know. We came on a foot trip, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was the guy who none of us knew why he was there. <laughs> he definitely, he definitely was not the team. team. All right, that's the that's my five. That's a great five. Really solid. All right. Um... How far back are we going here? Well, I bet you buddy. This can be you can go back to nineties. I'm gonna go the powerhouse from the year before we got there, Liz Phillips. That's yeah. Powerhouse individual. That, not, that deserves a whistle. I wrote her a letter telling her how proud of her I was. Mm-hmm. Also Liz Harmon of the year. So, yeah. This is like Ben Harmon. <laughs> Yeah, didn't he do, like, multis, though? Yeah. He was a participation athlete. Mm-hmm. Also, he's an emergency medicine physician. So, like, that's probably useful. Mm-hmm. And she's smart and good at stuff. She wins award. Yeah. Wins a lot of awards. So I have certainly the most Elite 89 or whatever that award is. Um, <laughs> I definitely have the most of that on my team. Well, I've got zero. I think everyone else does too, so you have like five or six. Right. <laughs> I think you're pretty safe there. Yeah, you guys didn't know how this game worked. You goodness, Nick won it in cross because I mean, he couldn't have won it in outdoors again, you know? Right, it's true. Uh, my last pick, and this will even out, I think, my whole team for men and women, so be perfect, we'll just pair up. Uh, <laughs> My last pick is Rebecca Ritterhoff. Yeah, that's a good, good one. Pick. All right. Uh, because right. she is uh, Jack and yeah. could kill people. And I feel like we have good <laughs> – I feel like my women on my team have really good killing instincts and could really take care of it. My men are really weak. Right? <laughs> they're really, they're really you guys are going to have to take a backseat. Like, combine – I think I'm – I think I might be the biggest out of all of those guys. Uh, you're doing a good job here. You're like you're creating a new society. It's gonna t- like not be a patriarchy. You know, look at oh no, we're gonna be by by the matriarchy. So <laughs> that's for you. Um, yeah, that's that's my squad. Um, I think I'm gonna pick my last pick is uh kind of going off of Bastion's here for the opposite reasons that he listed. Striker, 
Uh, I'm going to pick Ellen, um, because she is everything that Stryker's not. Definitely the pants in that relationship, um, and I think brings a lot to offer, and still fills that fun role. So Ellen definitely is the personality that you want to have around. So I'm going to I'm gonna pick Ellen there for my last pick. All right, so you can repopulate with Ellen, and I'll repopulate with Stryker. <laughs> I don't think you know how what the word repopulate means. <laughs> no idea. But you guys have just been saying it a lot, so I thought yeah, it was like, fun. I throw it in. It sounded like a buzzword. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really good person. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, no, I think that's. I think. Well, I think um, in June, I think the plan is um, we're going to pull all these people together. Um, and then this will be the start of um, zombie apocalypse. <laughs> he does this every time. Yeah, this is actually. I can't hold my bladder that long, guys. I'm just caught for like an hour and a half. Vince is Vince is now witnessing this standard Watitwa recording session where Josh has to pee. So you sit down all the time. Well, no, just so I can keep talking to you guys. Uh, okay. There's nothing behind the toilet that I can like, you know, look at you guys still. Okay, I understand. <laughs> so, um, if if your name was called, please reach out to your team captain. Um, we will coordinate a start time, and we are going to start the zombie cop apocalypse. What June one is that when we decided? Actually, just reach out to Julie if you're on my team. She's our team captain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure nobody on my list will ever hear that. unless Jason Dorn might hear this. <laughs> 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 you get a text from an unknown number it's like huh who's this i think he's in the navy right like he's like, he's like yeah, that, was, that was part of why i chose him i think yeah. he has some sort of military connection i yeah. don't know what it is i think he's in the navy right now i think he like flies jets so in the navy <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that makes so, a lot of sense flying jets in the navy hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't commenting on your intelligence, just the intelligence of the words that came out of your mouth. I feel still offended. <laughs> oh, cool. That's what I was going for. Sweet. I, I, heard I, don't, I, don't, I didn't get any semblance of disrespect from that statement. Thank you, Vince. Cool. That was a really good list. I, I feel good about my team. Did we recap the teams? I think... I would take three of those teams. I would take those people. I think we all know the team that was lackluster mm-hmm. at best. As is just the standard. Also, just you know, obviously going to be a sausage fest. So I went four, four for two, four and two. I yeah, got three girls, guys. Yeah, but if I were to get you off there, two. you would have been like, "Oh, my last two picks are uh, Troy and." Uh, you know, James Hallwood. He just been like, dude, come on. It's all, it's just dudes. You took my Melissa Gilkey pick. I felt really strong about that one. Well, I knew I had I would, to I didn't see, yeah. you because that was the only person who would have picked her. Damn it. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one coming at all. That was a surprise to me. Yeah. I definitely would not have. That was that was a strategy I used throughout this is picking people at certain times where I didn't think they would get back to me. Yeah, She's gonna be my I don't think one. Kelly Hancock would get back to me. 
I definitely had Nick on my list pretty high. Both yeah. Nicks. Yeah. So. I just realized you said Kelly Hancock and not Kelly Blake. I was just <laughs> nodding along the whole time. You said something about Howard. And I was like, okay, maybe it's something I don't know. <laughs> that, this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It's not that we don't love Kelly Blake, but... Right. But definitely said Kelly Hancock from the beginning. <laughs> well, I'm sure you said that. I just didn't register. I just heard Kelly. I was spelled like, oh, the okay. same way. True. Wait, Hancock and Blake are spelled the same way? Yeah, exactly the same. <laughs> you, you, just pr- it, but... you just pronounce the letters differently. That was the weirdest homophone. <laughs> no, wait, opposite. It's the weirdest palindrome ever. <laughs> It's basically one. It's definitely right, Josh. For some reason, all I can think about right now is chicken and waffles at the village, which is a really, really weird thing because I only got I got it like once in my whole tenure at WashU. Yeah, but I really want some waffles right now and chicken. You could probably make better waffles than the chicken <laughs> waffles from the village. How about the chicken? Can't remember. Yeah, that. they weren't good. It, it had to be like a. I only went like three times, and it was once after a meet where we got back, and I was yeah. like, get chicken and waffles, and another time, some drunk night doing something. But. You were drunk in college? Yeah, a couple times. Man, come on, man. Maybe man, twice. You can't be doing that. You can't be, yeah, you can't be doing that. Do you remember that one time Stryker was drunk, and he slipped and fell on the sidewalk, and Vince had to like. Be doctor for him the whole night. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was when we got back from Boston. Yeah, I don't remember. You weren't there. Because I, yeah. I was in the second bus that's playing that's just to get back later. And then Ellen and I were like, oh, let's just go walk to this like party down Forsyth. And we're walking out, we just see some dude on the ground and some other people. And hey, it turns out it's Straker. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it my team, man. And then he ripped it off. <laughs> <laughs> and then he put it back on. Why do you keep ripping off? Like, how many... Like... I think it was only twice or something like that. Oh. <laughs> it, was like, it was very difficult to, like, try to wash off his, like, hair, his head and, like, try to get a clean bandage on and then just, like, immediately just, like... <laughs> and then probably the best line of it all was... Ellen <laughs> was, like, right outside the door. <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> don't tell Ellen... <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I, did I, I held up my hand. I did not tell her anything. <laughs> kind of oh, that's when we, we drove back to the South Forty, and Strauss laid down in the middle of Shepley, and Stryker immediately like sprinted out, like we couldn't find him forever. <laughs> I don't know about that one, but. <laughs> That was our sophomore year. We were living in Myers, and like, oh, dang, this is, I was gone. My cousin was getting married that weekend. Oh. For, this is early on in the season, because um, I remember hearing something about this now. That Strauss. Yeah. It was like it was at the Strauss house, and people got driven back, and Stryker like, <laughs> Stryker like jumped out of the car and just sprinted off, and no one knew where he went. <laughs> and then Strauss just like laid down in the middle of Shepley. <laughs> Good times. We found Stryker. He passed out in the bathroom. <laughs> in like BD or where? No, no, in our in our dorms. He's at home. Oh. So that's okay. He's just at home. He's like on the toilet. Just like, oh, oh no, my battery's about to die. 
Christ. Mm. Mm. Well, this feels like we've helped a lot of people today. Yeah, definitely. I've been helped, you all have been helped, and I, I know whenever people start listening to this, they will all feel like a lot more enlightened. Yeah, so I think I think we've got we've got a good system set up right now. So if you feel like you need help, we can we can help you live. Like just reach out to the wedge guys at gmail dot com and we'll get you on here. We'll help you at live and find some top five that maybe will work for you. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Work for me. This is my endorsement of the product. It's a great one. <laughs> Do you have fun, Vince? Did you have fun? I had a, I had a great time. This man. episode was brought to you by Cutters by Vince, your one-stop shop for all your haircuts in the St. Louis area. Now moving to San Diego <laughs> near you. And then right. moving back to St. And Louis. Then, <laughs> and then back in St. Louis. Currently closed due to COVID-19. But <laughs> call this number, 1-800-574-CUTS. Yeah, that one. <laughs> all right. Call it. <laughs> all right, thanks for coming, Vince. Thank you. All right, do we like to stop it now, or does this work? No, I'm waiting for Josh to do his routine cut off here. <laughs> all right, love you, Alex. Love you, Josh. Love you, Alex. Love you, Josh. Love, I guess love you, Vince too. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> love you, Alex. <laughs> love you, Alex. Love you, Vince. Love you, Alex. Love you, Vince. <laughs> love you too, Alex.